Well, you can um, concentrate on the breath. Uh, just the inhalation, exhalation, you get very uh, learning to relax with the inhalation, exhalation. Uh, you can use a mantra, you can say Bhutto, or, or I used to use peace, like I used to inhale peace, exhale peace, and that. That gets uh, tran- tranquility. Also, you can use it with the sound of silence, so inhaling. From the beginning to the end of the inhalation, you're with the silence. The beginning of the exhalation to the end of the exhalation. That also works. Also, when you're walking, doing walking meditation, uh, to uh, listen to the sound of silence, determine that when you're at this end of the path, and tune into the sound of silence, and then with each step, the silence down to the and turning around so that the silence is like a background for the walking. Mm. It's also very good. Remember the sound of silence is like a, it embraces, so it's, it's, uh, it doesn't exclude. So it, yeah, it, um, It's very useful, and in, in even uh, when you go home and you go to your work and see if you can use it, you know, just to keep keep uh, kind of tuning in, so that then you you'll find uh, that uh, it helps a lot in just dealing with not getting and it, when in stopping the kind of Um, habitualness of things, or the routines of life, or, or just getting, kind of just going through the, you know, perfunctory way going through things, you know, you kind of, the silence, uh, meetings and things like this, it helps to compose yourself, and if you're kind of in a state of anxiety, or if you're particularly kind of disturbed by what they're saying at the meeting, you can retire into the silence. Works very well that way too. Sometimes hard to remember. The real challenge is when you're really upset, emotionally upset, and then the silence. <laughs> Where, how do the two connect? 
the silence and the breaking of this illusion of self. Well, with uh, <coughs> investigating, really, uh, uh, you know, some people don't, a lot of people don't see any value in the, using the silence so that they they, have, they get committed to various practices and um, or techniques. They get, they you know, they'll get very involved with a technique or a or a um, or just uh, you know you get you go through various stages. It seems like like, uh, but we all have to to face. Uh, you know, like a lot of us come in to the monastic life quite inspired, uh, and so that 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 kind of inspiration uh, can carry you quite a ways. And then it, and then, um, and when you're inspired, then you really like to meditate. And and when you when you get some kind of tranquility and and you feel you're getting places or that, then you that keeps the keeps your interest going and but then after a while all your all these things don't work anymore unless you really you know really uh, had insight into the way things are just just inspiration and uh, and uh, the and and say idealism and, and that will will work for a while it can it oftentimes get you going but the uh, like I've been, my particular approach is always, I've always been uh, very much uh, uh, a spiritually oriented person. You know, I've always wanted to penetrate the spiritual questions. So like the unconditioned and the bond and all these have fascinated me from the beginning. You know, the, so right from the very beginning I've had this, you know, this, uh, this, this, this uh, quote, you know, there is the unborn, uncreated, and so forth. that really fascinates me. Uh, and uh, but some people don't find that at all inspiring, you know. So that uh, some people want a a community life, or looking for some kind of lifestyle in the world, and there's different reasons, different different. Uh, People have different reasons for doing this, but I, and also I haven't I haven't really emphasized using the sound of silence till fairly recently, because when I first started real using it, I I just wanted to before I started teaching too much, but I wanted to test it out long enough to know what the long-term results are, you know. So, uh, so sometimes, I'd, I'd mention it for quite a few years, but some people, I never gave it the significance that I do now, so, so that uh, some people have never really caught on to it or, or appreciated it. Um, or they just think it, you know, they can just say it's just one of Ajahn Sumedho's funny things. It's, uh, <laughs> but in terms of of, uh, of uh, practice, you know, I find it, it you know, very, 
powerful for me in gaining confidence and in uh, and in and in really penetrating the the illusions of self and and the uh, worldly conditions. Um, also, the you know, like I just emotionally, we're conditioned for something else. You know, so there, you know, one uh, people do get, uh, you know, may, there's a, sometimes one wants to just get high in meditation. You know, like really get blissed out, and and uh, that's a very strong attraction. You know, to they see meditation as maybe a, an opportunity to to uh, to kind of get very high, very kind of refined, and so that that's uh, also. But that incre- you know that just increases the the sense of a self. This this desire to, for for rapture and for bliss and for um, a kind of or tranquility. Um, so that. And and the 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 middle way is a subtle one because it's not high, not low. Uh, it's it's ordinary. It's so ordinary that we don't see it. You know, like it's like it, it, the sound of silence is so ordinary. We nobody pays attention to it until you to say, "Have you ever heard that sound?" And, and but it, it, I mean, it's been going on ever since you were born. I mean, it it isn't that it's not there. It's just you don't. It's like you know, the space and all that is so so present that you don't don't pay attention, don't notice. And so the this awakened state, you know, you begin to really the way the Buddhas of wake up, pay attention, uh, contemplate existence. So you're, you're you're learning to to tune in on that level, and and then also as a transcendent, as the door or the gate to the deathless. It, when you use it, contemplate it in that way, it works very well. Because I'm not talking about the deathless as some you know ultimate thing that that on on a you know that that one is uh, going to realize uh, after years of meditation, but but uh, contemplating what that is is experience now. You see, so it's like a, a a conundrum where you what is the deathless if 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 Dhamma is here and now, apparent here and now, timeless. What can it be then? You know, they they you kind of. You know, if you can, if you keep putting it off for some possible future experience, uh, then you're then uh, that's what's one way of just uh, dismissing it or seeing it's not not worth bothering with. But for me, it was always this this uh, you know questioning, looking into and seeing and just observing experience, so that I more awake to what is immediate. That, that I might never have noticed before, because it's so close, so, so, uh, so here, so present, so kind of integrated into this moment that I that I wouldn't notice. Where, 
uh, say if I'm trying to to get like different levels of of concentration, that then that gives me puts me into this state of of uh, you know doing something in order to get a result, uh, and and then that that kind of mental state is always uh, it's always looking to the future for fut- for results, and uh, so I you know I've seen that that. That the, the the gaining mind, the idea of attaining, uh, was not were not helpful perceptions to me in this life because that's how I'm conditioned by my culture and education is a, to gain. So the, uh, the the idea of relinquishment began to um, help me a lot. The idea of like like. Remember when you read Brisudi Mago or something like that? You uh, reading that years ago, and you get this idea that that jhanas are things you gain, and so you you know, I remember putting in so much effort to gain these states, and and it's just you know you through sometimes you actually could feel you gain something, but then but then because the whole attitude was based on the illusion of a self getting something. It it had no, you know, you'd lose it. You'd feel if you gain something, you'd lose it. So I, so I noticed that that this uh, that this gaining mind was was uh, not to be the kind of basis for practice. So this is why I why I, I emphasize um, there's uh, gratitude, contentment, patience, things that that where you feel a sense of of ease in the present, where your mind is is open and willing to awaken to to what what the way things are now, rather than following the illusion of gaining and achieving and becoming, and and feeding those kind of uh, mental conditions, and then then like like when you develop like like contentment actually is. Is like pity. It's it's a uh, one of the jhana factors. When you if you but to be content means not to you don't gain it. You more or less learn how to let go of things. That restlessness and the gaining mind and the desire to achieve and and all this intense you know trying and and uh, seeking to uh, develop a sense of contentment in the present of just being. And content with just this, with the body and the feeling of sense of just relaxing and peacefulness in the posture in the present. Then the the happiness, the sukha, comes, and then the the um, and then more and more you 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 feel this this uh, one pointedness and equanimity. And the uh, sound of silence comes very strong in there because. Uh, is that when the when the when there's no grasping and there's no striving, then you're in a relaxed sta- an attentive state, but relaxed, and therefore you begin to notice uh, this sound of silence. That's how I, that's how I experience it anyway. So the um, I also used to love to listen to myself inwardly. So, you know, I was, you know, I'd, I'd, 
you know, I'd, I'd uh, I, I, this, uh, this, this sense of listening, the soda wanta, I'd, I, I, if I was in an emotional state or something and my ego was, was uh, very active, then I'd listen to it. And I'd even, you know, make it say things to me. So, you know, like, like if, if I was in a, angry with somebody, I'd, I'd hear, you know, I'd hear, I'd listen to, to my ego saying, I'm really angry, that person really shouldn't have done that, and that's unfair, it's not right, and, and I'm really fed up with that person, and I'm just, you know, had enough, and, and I just listen uh, to, and, and try to give voice to this anger, not, you know, not a vo- but in listening in, in, inwardly. And then just by, but I'm with just more like a, a neutral listener, not a judging listener. You know, whatever this, my ego's saying, I'm just listening to it. It's not, not, say, not making any kind of moral judgments about it, or about myself, or, or about the, my ego, but just learning to listen, to hear it, and then, then after a while, it, wear, it would wear out. You know, the the, the kind of anger would uh, would you know you once you've kind of accepted it, and then it kind of has its moments. Then it then it stops. And then there's this not anger. You know, so that it was uh, through through listening to to anger and to non-anger that that I could really see what, what my ego is in terms of experience and how, you know, it could say all kinds of things and outrageous things and, and carry on, you know, and I just let it. I wasn't trying to be a reasonable, uh, you know, senior monk, uh, uh, be trying to be fair and nice about everything and compassionate. I'd, I'd really try to, to bring up, you know, put it into... Uh, into the terms of, a, of anger without judging it, you know, without making personal judgments about it. And this, this uh, because sometimes, you know, when we, we fool ourselves a lot when we, we want, you know, we want to act like, we, we don't want to sometimes see the, uh, the nastiness in ourselves. And so we, we try to kind of edit it a bit, you know, and, and, and make ourselves uh, um, sound at least, you know, reasonable and, and uh, you know, we can admit we're angry, but after all, you know, everybody gets angry, that kind of thing. <laughs> but, but the, uh, you know, it's quite, quite willing to listen to it, to its rubbish, to its... Uh, to its uh, nastiness, without judging it, and so I'd, I'd kind of deliberately do that, and, and, it, and it would wear out. And I found that was a way to to not suppress or not be afraid anymore, but not to believe it either. So whatever it said, I'd listen to it, but I I, I knew that it wasn't. It was just a a habit. You know, it wasn't wasn't a person, it wasn't a, wasn't mine, wasn't me, wasn't anything. It's just 
that's that's the uh, when anger when you give voice to anger that's what it says you know I hate I don't like I'm fed up then uh, and then with um, self-consciousness resentment jealousy uh, all these emotions I do that and then but then it always take me to emptiness again so that this this uh, these emotions were not just denied or or uh, you know I wasn't trying to to get rid of them but to to learn how to to accept the conditioned realm within the unconditioned so just by this this uh, this mindfulness and this listening and attention then then establishing the, the kind of base, you know, the the the, the present moment uh, of being present at this moment is is establishing in this unconditioned, where the conditions then uh, are in a perspective of you know, that you're very much aware of the anicca dukkhanata of them. And then I'd say, well, okay, this this anger is here. I'll listen to it. And, and, uh, and then I just kind of contemplate, well, this anger, you know, it's going on. But there's this, that which is aware of anger isn't angry, is it? You know, so I'd kind of, you know, inform myself. This, this mindfulness isn't angry. That which is aware of anger isn't angry. The, the the emotion is angry. That's it. It's anger. Anger is like this. So so more and more, rather than than identifying with the emotion and and complicating that, I I begin to trust in just being the awareness because that that would never be stained by the emotional stuff that's going on. That's why when I talk about this purity, um, you know, it's it's pure. You know, your true nature is pure. Stainless. Nothing can nothing can stain it. Nothing can harm it. You know. So when you're when you're oh, the only problem is we forget about it and we get attached to the things that are stained and. And 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 that uh, you know have qualities and of, of pleasure and pain and beautiful and ugly. But when as soon as we awaken, then when we let go of those, you know, we we begin to realize the know the uh, letting go uh, of the condition. And then we we're back to the original nature of purity, which we can trust. So that's with what is a refuge. Buddha, knowing the Dhamma. Uh, <clears throat> I just wondered, uh, do you find yourself uh, when you're with uh, people who are, uh, you know, difficult? Uh, and who may be projecting anger on you and really going at you? That uh, <clears throat> even though you you know you, you you're observing what's coming up, do you 
have a physiological reaction? I mean, that people pick up on, I mean, your red face, huff <laughs> 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 and snark or something, I don't know. But do, do people pick up on that, or is it the whole physiological being uh, calm? Well, I say I'm I'm better than I was. <laughs> I found, you know, like it really. Uh, um, I mean, this is where it's a real challenge because this awakened state is is it's so easy to, especially when when somebody's being very. Uh, saying very hurtful things and uh, and you find you know you really you feel really hurt and uh, and it brings up this sense of of being really wounded uh and and it's so easy to to give that your attention to attach to that you know so this is where this uh this um because you feel it you know it's it's just it's not just uh intellectual thing when you feel it in your body and 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 uh it it really uh you know you you know it really hurts you but the but the um but i found that through always it's like even if i at moments or even at you know a long time i forget and get caught up in in my wounds and my hurts, but there's always something in me now that won't 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 get doesn't doesn't really believe it anymore and is and knows how to to deal with it more uh, you know honestly and more immediately. So it's just through 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 really practicing with it that you and and investigate you gain increasingly more confidence and. And then after a while, you just think, that's the only thing worth doing, you know. I used to get intimidated, like like people say, you're, uh, you, you're, uh, like you're, you're an angry man. And I think, Maybe I am. Or they'll say, they say, you're, uh, you're in denial. And, uh, you know, so I thought, you know, well, no, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I start, I'd let myself get a, get kind of intimidated, and and you could consider, you know, is this is this a, you know, because how other people see me sometimes when they, now now is the day, now is the time for feedback. You know, everybody wants this is this is the jargon of the age. We give feedback now, so. So so, when one time everybody was afraid to give me any feedback, now they, they're not. <laughs> so that this uh, this feedback is where they you know they they and you and then you because you know I wasn't really used to it, then then I tended to uh, to uh, you know question it, and I could allow myself to. To get intimidated by it, and but it would also really help me to see where uh, uh, some subtle defilements uh, too that would arise, like wanting, just like wanting to be um, to be liked or wanting to be 
um, wanting to have a peaceful community, wanting, you know, there's kind of even good things that 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 uh, that uh, the ego can produce that are are good. So you don't really think of them as ego; they seem just you know normal normal inclination. But I can see even the the desire for wanting a peaceful, uh, a harmonious community, you know, is uh, grasping that one is, is takes you to when it, when when it's not peaceful, you get very upset, and then and then it's easy to blame, uh, you know, it's easy to blame if somebody is you know, if you all agree that this person is the cause, but oftentimes not that easy or or you can think maybe that you're the cause, maybe I'm the cause of this through my blindness, because I'm, you know, several generations older than most of the people I live with. So that these kind of doubts would come in and, and they would, uh, and I could allow myself to be intimidated by them, but, but now the, my, my confidence, you know, after being allowing, giving in and seeing the result, I realize I don't have to do that anymore. That just if I just trust more in this refuge and and uh, and uh, with mindfulness, this simple way of meditating, then I m- mean it's you know people can say what they want, and and I'm and and uh, you know I'm not I'm go- I'll listen to them too, just like I listen to myself. But the tendency to allow myself to in to be intimidated is, I say, minimal now. But it's been, you know, it's been not all that easy to do. But it, you can do it. That's the thing. And um, and I figured this out all on my own. I mean, this, I've never, no one's teachers ever taught me this. This is through experience. So, so it <laughs> it. Uh, it um, isn't like a, you know. That's why I would, I could allow, you know, I would allow myself to be get intimidated just to, to see what the result would be. Like I, I noticed that that uh, that the, um, you know, for a while, it's, you know, I could see that 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 like in the community, certain certain people resent me a lot. So, so then uh, you think that uh, that that is, um, you know, that when then they, they're quite, you know, act in ways or say things that, that convey this message and you, and, and then you, they, they can list all kinds of mistakes that I've made over the years and to prove their point and and then then that puts me you know I can easily get defensive over things like that and and so I can see these tendencies you know to to because uh, to to get defensive when I'm when I'm going to be criticized for you know things I have done that were wrong you know not to they aren't that is not true but it's this this uh, this tendency to always want to dwell on what to make such a big thing about the mistakes, and because then that that the reaction 
is for me to 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 want to point out all the things they've done wrong, you see. <laughs> or the things I don't or resent about them. So then I've noticed that that when you have when you meet and you uh, on that level that it it uh, it just creates more resentment. You know, I don't I just don't see the the good result from it. So uh, and even though you've been, you said, trying to be honest, I'm just being honest, I'm saying what I feel, and, and this kind of thing, and you... But it leaves you still, you know, it, it, it doesn't resolve, at least in me it wouldn't, it doesn't. And so, then I realized that, that, that maybe, you know, that, 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 um, if I if I do that to somebody and then they, they do that to me, it just it gets us nowhere, increases the uh, the sense of alienation. So, so then I've 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 put an enormous effort to to not do that, not to dwell on what I don't like about people, and it's uh, it, which doesn't mean I'm denying that, but I don't I don't find any value in 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 keep holding on to those memories or those ideas I have and and to try to remember uh, to to have the more mudita style of uh, rejoicing in their goodness and uh, I find that much more you know beneficial to me and and I and I, and I hope to them too because uh, then you know you you you're not you're not really making problems about the past uh, you're not, you know, and you can uh, apologize, you know, for the things I've done in the past. I'm quite willing to, you know, apologize for it. But uh, but a lot of things also are just, you know, projections that people have. You know, and they just they just hold on to resentment. And and so I've seen seen that in myself uh, how the uh, how to let go of that that whole pattern of resentment uh, and to uh, to uh, not create anymore not 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 believe in the resentments that that might come up not to not to empower them anymore. I find that when I'm doing therapy with people and I understand the personal dynamics and I have sort of a professional uh, detachment uh, that I can take almost anything. I can take, because people will often uh, lash out. But in my mind, I know their personal dynamic. I know where it comes from. So it doesn't really hurt. Uh, But this is not not the case with me when I'm with, uh, you know, family. Yeah. My Italian relatives, you know, that, that really, I mean, they, they you know, if, if they love you, they really lash out. I mean, they don't really uh, hold it in at all. I mean, they, a lot of the stuff comes out. And uh, uh, that's a completely, I don't have that detachment. And it really gets shaken. <laughs> Good good practice for you.
Uh, you can you can try it. You know, to to uh, use the sound of silence, and 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 by by also accepting the the emotional uh, shattering for what it is. And after a while, that, that I think that, you know, I can see you're not, because you're not reinforcing the habit, then the tendency to, to, to feel that way, you know, it fades out. Doesn't, doesn't have any, doesn't have, isn't being uh, supported anymore. Because it's some, you know, the closer they are, you know, like, like when you know somebody's a, you know, and they're not close, but they're, you know, they, somebody accuses me of something, you know, and I, and they're, they're not, you know, they're just, somebody doesn't know anything. You, it's easy to, to not feel it or even laugh, you know, not, take it, think it's rather funny that they think that. But, but uh, when it gets into the closer the relationship, all that, then it, you know, because you're, you're, then you feel, uh, you know, you can really be hurt by the people closest to you. Especially our own children. Yeah. They know our quick points are important. Is that right? I think when Jane, the time becomes much easier. Well, that that is the gamma vipaka. You see, so it it's putting it in that perspective rather than as a personal. When it, when it becomes when you're making new kama with the gamma vipaka means you're attaching to it out of ignorance. So then you you're either indulging in it heedlessly or you're trying to resist it. That then you then you're creating new karma with the kama vipaka. But if you're if you're, if the if you're mindful of the vipaka in the present, then you're actually making you're not making any karma with it anymore. So that's why it fades out. It has, it has you're not connecting to it by accepting it. See, connecting to it out of ignorance means that you're either indulging in it, getting, or you're trying to deny it. And this, the middle way is is neither uh, indulging or or in denying. Yeah, if that's, uh, that's probably, I found that helpful, especially to, to stop the, uh, this uh, obsessive, you know, tendency, compulsiveness. Because like meditation, you probably uh, have seen yourself how even meditation can become just, you know, very compulsive act. You know, you get, I've got to meditate and, and, uh, and then you think I didn't I didn't do my meditation today. <laughs> so, 
so that <laughs> everything becomes, you know, it's just another thing that you have to do in your life. And so nothing is, is a good reflection. If you find that it helps to, to, to center yourself, if, you know, to stop that tendency towards compulsivity. I remember just thinking, you know, just sitting, remember in the early days at Watma Point, getting, I'd be so compulsive about everything. I couldn't just be a, an ordinary monk and just live a mindful life in a monastery. It's, it's, you know, I'm gonna, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. Because, I, I, you know, I'd push myself for so many years in lay life. And then, uh, so I, that, that same habit was as strong as ever in the monastic life. So, so I kind of, you know, just, I just a softer while, you know, the results of this compulsivity, and then I, I found suddenly I was, I'd re, I read a Zen book about not having to do anything, being nobody, doing nothing. Something to me, it's kind of like that. So I remember sitting there in the meditation hall, and you know, this kind of, I've got a meditate feeling come over, and I think, no, no, no. Not anybody, not doing anything. <laughs> and suddenly I just felt this uh, kind of real ease, you know. What a relief, you know. <laughs> Going nowhere, not getting anything, doing nothing. And, that, and suddenly I just kind of feel really happy, you know, quite relaxed uh, as a because it stopped, you know, suddenly I just stopped this, this grinding pushiness of my mind. And then, then, then it's, you know, it was uh, that tendency towards, uh, towards achievement was, would easily take me over again. And everything I touched was always seen to be, to be stained with this compulsivity. <laughs> and, uh, and so then even, you know, I try doing nothing, it become compulsive. That's why it didn't work, because then you <laughs> don't have to do anything, don't have to do anything. <laughs> so then more, rather than just relying on a, on a technique, more, the techniques help, but then the, you're realizing the, you can easily get attached to the, to the technique. Like, like I remember when I first had the insights into letting go, it really worked. All I had to say is let go and I could let go of things. I thought, this is wonderful. All I have to do is say to myself, let go, and it seems to work, you know. So, so I, so I uh, you know, I keep saying let go, let go, and after a while it didn't work. Because <laughs> 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 you know, I, I become... You know, kind of habituated. It became like a, you know, it, I'd, I'd be attached to the idea of letting go, and and where at first it wasn't, it was actually you know quite, um, you know, it worked, and it, and it was because I'd always been, never thought of things like in that way, you know, of letting go. And I was thinking, of, you know, not letting go, really keeping with something. Uh, so then. But then, then, then reflecting on the experience of non-attachment, letting go, as more and more you, you, you inform yourself, 
through through awareness when when there is non-attachment and when there is so uh, the, then the then the uh, where if you're just depending on a on a gimmick or on a on a upaya all the time that it, it'll it'll help to a certain degree and then it won't so this is where this this investigation you know you re- so you really know uh, your mind how it works through, not through through uh, through methods and and that but through uh, real direct uh, insight seeing the the reality of it so uh, now say there's a knowing when when there's attachment there's a I know what attachment is or non-attachment as experience, and I, and I, then the the need for they letting go or that isn't we're saying that isn't necessary anymore. Don't don't need to do that. I can, but it's not not uh, not not necessary to use it. That is is like I I use the four noble truths and uh, the dependent origination my main but all all of that is is just because with dhamma uh, dhammanupasana it's it's, uh, and then you're also reflecting on the condition the unconditioned and. That's where it really takes you to to uh, a profound profundity because like 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 I find using the dhamma dhamma language uh, that's a very skillful way to to train yourself to think 